welcome to Backing Paper for another week of high energy goodness. No Rachel sadly this week as she is off having a good time having a pre-Christmas break, well deserved pre-Christmas break with friends. But we have drafted in our... Uh, hmm. Oh, everyone's, labels are so everyone's, different. Everyone's favourite second tier podcast member that isn't Eric. Everyone's, thank you, everyone's favourite second tier, no, our favourite, one of our favourite Aussies and very much a key member of Team Sunbeam, even though he's been super lazy lately and has not been keeping up with the website, so we have had to send out a disciplinary. It is, of course, the wonderful Matthew Joseph. Matthew, welcome back to Backing Paper. Thank you for having me back. It's so nice to have you here and so nice to catch up with you. We've been chatting, having a lovely chat for the last hour. It's been sunshine and lollipops. And it's just <laughs> such a delight to reach out across the world and share this experience with you. Um, what have you been up to? Have you been up to much lately, photography-wise? Uh, photography-wise, I've been um, uh, working on my Christmas book that I make every year. This, I think it's the eighth year of my christmas book i don't do maths well so yeah eighth i think yeah eighth and um yeah that's been taking up all of my precious precious um playstation time lately (laughs) that's that is a sad thing um your Mm. photo books are always a delight because they have uh, that special matthew charm which anybody who follows us on instagram and will have seen um your stories which you're much better at doing than you are at, at actual posts um will be already be familiar with the matthew charm but um what what is it you try and convey with your zines what is it you're going for uh well, it's just you know it's just a, a nice gift uh, you know there's no real theme or anything to it apart from just my year you know like it's been called uh, Matthew's show-off book. It's been called uh, a, a newsletter. It's even been called a zine. Um, <laughs> oh, sorry, you don't like it being all... called a zine. Do you? Sorry, <laughs> it probably is a zine. <laughs> Whatever, it doesn't matter. It's a book with photos in it. With uh, and yeah, it's just a, a Christmas present I give to friends and family and uh, internet randos. <laughs> um. What I really enjoy about your uh, photo book, <laughs> your, your Matthew Showoff book, is uh, the captions that go with the pictures. They're always a delight. Yeah. Um, yeah. Have you got maybe a few examples that you could share with us, share with the listeners at large, to give a, a flavour of the text, you know, an idea of some of the pictures that are in there and the text that goes with it? Uh, no. Oh, come on. Can <laughs> they read the book? They can read the damn book. I'll, um, there'll be a link. There'll be a link to the digital version. I don't want to give away any spoilers. Look, do you do you want people to be wowed and want to see this or not? I want I I want I want <laughs> examples, Matthew. <laughs> Let me make this perfectly clear. I want examples, and I want examples oh, now. Gosh. Now, okay, all right, okay. What was the name of the 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 girl from uh, Willy Wonka whose dad was in the Nut Factory? <laughs> uh, that was uh, v- uh, Veruca Salt. <laughs> what? Veruca Salt. I want them now, yes. Daddy. <laughs> yes. Um, all right. This is uh, put me on the spot, bringing mm-hmm. up a version that I can access quickly. Stalling, stalling, stalling. What's you looking? Is this book going to be like? Do you actually sell this, or can people like no. get in touch with you if they want? No. So how how do people get sale. a copy if they want one? Oh, they got to be on my nice list to get a oh. coffee, a physical coffee. <laughs> How do I get a which, coffee uh, if I want one? <laughs> well, you know, they could, 
after our conversation earlier, there might be a position uh, <laughs> available on the night on the nice list. Who knows? Um, what have we got here? I've got a a picture. I've got a picture of one of the early pictures I took with the uh, camera dactyl. Mm-hmm. The OG and uh, the OG, the yep. original gangster camera dactyl, and I've got underneath it. Uh, is this suitable for reading on the podcast? <laughs> Uh, yes, it is. Um, oh, this is a boring one. It doesn't involve food, so you won't be interested. Um, it says, this one is the first non-test, one of the first non-test shots with a camera dactyl. I included a couple of zoomed in bits so you get an idea of the resolution of the lens while still being ultra wide angle. Uh, this is all quite nerdy, even by my standards. I will try and make it less nerdy from now on. Okay. Uh, every time I see that ugly question mark, it gets me. See, that wasn't particularly funny. But it gives people uh, an idea of the sparkling repartee hmm. that they can look forward to, I think. Well, <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> so um, you said that for like physical copies, you just kind of send that to people you know, family, etc. People who yeah. have to say they yeah. like it. Family, um, family, friends, internet people yeah. who I've been corresponding with. So, uh, yeah. Is there going to be a digital version which people can also find if yes. they do not fall into one yep. of those hallowed lists? Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I put it on my website. I uh, link to it on various social medias, and uh, yeah, I usually do that at New Year's, so everyone's got a chance to have received it. What a treat um, for everyone! Something to look forward to, hungover oh. after New Year's Eve. I think it's safe to say. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Um, lots of stuff with the uh, expan this year. Uh, yeah, a bit. I um, after our last conversation that we had privately recently, I thought I'd better use that. And then, like this time of year, I usually have a bit of a uh, what I call the the Christmas book panic because I haven't shot anything properly for a couple of months, and I thought I better go out and do some shooting. So I um, contacted a Instagram friend of mine called in Melbourne called Foxfins. F-O-X-F-I-N-S, and um, we went out and took some photos last Saturday morning and, uh, yeah, had a good time taking some pickies with Melissa. We have a very similar shooting style. She likes wide angles, ultra-wide angles, and, yeah, we caught that early early morning light and pretty much ended up taking the same pictures as each each other for most of the morning. (laughs) That is always the problem when you go out with somebody else. But still, it sounds like a fun one. Were you both shooting with the same kind of camera or different? Uh, She she was shooting with her Leica and 12mm. I had the X-Pan. She and I also had um, the Yashica D. And uh, she also had a Ricoh and... Uh, a Fuji medium format camera. Sounds good. Sounds good. Yeah. Um, right. I'm, I'm pretty. I'm fairly certain her camera bag is some sort of TARDIS because I don't know how all that fit in there. It was impossible. Well, you know, I'm not going to make any comment about ladies and their bags because that seems, um, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but they, yeah. but I know where you're coming from. They, 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 yeah. they seem to know something that we don't about storage, and I feel oh, right. What is it? Uh, you know, I mean, if you ever need a a lozenge in a tissue, you know where to go. 
I'm going to leave that one right there. I think we should get on with these emails, Matthew. I think that's why we're here. I think we should get on with these okay. emails. Um, this Let's do first, some reading. Let's do some reading, which is always something you're super, super good at. Um, the first email this week is from the delight that is Hillary Clark. Actually, this was sent in last week. Somehow I managed to miss it. Thankfully, I found it now. Um, Hillary writes in, Hey, Sonnies. It's taken me a lot longer than I thought it would, but I made it into event... I'm doing a full Matthew here. I made it eventually with the day to night challenge. I'm not technical enough to make my own time traveling camera, so I reckoned I could do it fairly simply. Ha <laughs> Yes, that's the way it's gone for most of us. And take photos of a panorama during the day, then again at dusk, and then finally at night and stitch them together to get a gradient of day to night. I thought if I made prints, it should be fairly easy to just jigsaw them physically together. The quick overview version of events is what I, is that I wanted a panorama with lots of lights and maybe water reflections. And so the best place I could think of was that was reasonably close to me was Media City at Salford Keys. I took my Pentax SP1000 and Lomography film at 100 and 800 ISO. I used the tripod and cable release and bracketed the exposures to helpfully, hopefully get some decent shots. The dusk and night times would be shot on the same visit with a trip to pizza restaurant in between, so that's pretty good. The daytime yeah. shots would be shot on a return visit the following morning. Well, that was the theory. I'm now older and wiser, and it wasn't as simple as that. It never is. It actually took, oh dear, four visits, six films, an experience of getting trapped in a multi-storey car park with no money or cars to pay my way out, two visits to Max Spielman for prints, only to be told both times that they had an engineer working on the machines and they had no idea when they'd be working again, also a crash course in nighttime photography via Twitter, and also from Andrew Sanderson's excellent book on the subject. But... One fabulous thing was I bumped into Nikki Cooley, who Rachel interviewed a few podcasts back, on one of the visits, and we have since met up again for coffee. So it wasn't all a disaster. It's come out pretty close to how I imagined it in the end. If you squint at it, it looks less wonky. I think I imagined a smoother gradient somehow, but with a distortion of perspective, it was a bit tricky to line things up. Also, I have needed... I. I have needed a longer focal length lens to break up the image, which might have caused even more potential camera shake. Anyway, in the true spirit of these assignments, I've been out shooting film and learning how to do things, which is the main priority. Best wishes from Hillary. P.S. I now have a website, which is a work in progress, as are all good photography websites, but it's getting there. And you can find Hillary's website at www.hclark, which is spelt A-I-T-C-H-C-L-A-R-K-E dot com. I'll put that in the show notes. Um, and we've got this picture now. This picture, I saw this picture uh, earlier in the week on Instagram. Uh, and this is a pretty spectacular picture. Um, and you can see this as well, can't you, Matthew? Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, I've, I'm, I can, I'm looking at it right now. And I also saw it. Uh, earlier in the week as well i i really like it i yeah. like uh i'm a big i'm a big fan of an un, what i call an unstitched panorama yeah yeah really cool yeah so as as you said it's it is um 
lots of photos all put together like a jigsaw to make up one mm. image and it's a really great i think um as with the picture we had earlier in the um month from um george from the uh from the on the streets podcast um uh using a waterfront with a city behind it is a great subject for this kind of thing because you've got lots of lights and reflections which look great day or night um mm. and this has worked really well uh I know Hillary had a lot of trouble getting this done. Um, I don't know what the reason was, but I know that her first attempt at it was essentially a complete fail. Her night shots and her dusk shots were just a disaster. And um, But the end result, spectacular. Really, really great. So well done, Hillary. Really cool picture. Are we, are we looking... I've just realised we're looking at physical prints laid out aren't we this is not done in photoshop uh, i think that was certainly how she intended to do it yes yeah, so i think she did get prints yeah. done and laid out and then yeah, yeah. Look, i'm just trying you yeah, know they're, they're prints she's taken a photo of prints yeah. laid out that's yeah. awesome yeah it's brilliant it's really cool uh, so um check out hillary's website hopefully you'll see it on there if not find her on instagram or on twitter um i think she's h clark wherever she's uh on and um her work is always worth seeing anyway but this picture really is a complete triumph and mm. um <laughs> well she said she did it the simple way i mean it's simple relatively speaking <laughs> maybe simpler than yeah. building a camera specifically for the process but um still not easy uh you've done stitch together stuff in the past haven't you matthew but you tend to use photoshop yeah. for doing your stuff yeah oh yeah no definitely i've um i've thought about doing it with prints but you know, lazy, etc. Yeah, I actually thought this photo. This photo looks like Brisbane. Like I, like you'd be, you know, it looks a bit like Brisbane. What part is this? London, is it? Uh, no, I think it's probably part up in um, uh, Manchester. I think um, Manchester oh, okay. or Liverpool. I'll get in trouble for not knowing which one where Salford Key is. But I know that Hillary is from that neck of the woods. So one of those oh. two places. Apologies to all for me not knowing where. Um, but it's north of here, so you know. Geography is not my best point. Um, okay. Uh, do you want to take the next one, which is another um, Day and Tonight one, from Nick Lyle from the Homemade Camera Podcast? Nick Lyle. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, I posted a late Day to Night submission. I finally developed the film. It is just a single snap. I did not build any of the elaborate cameras I imagined, but simply took a walk on the beach as day submerged into night. Shot with a 35mm rangefinder camera and Kodak Pro 100 film. Hashtag day into night. Hashtag sunny 16 podcast on Instagram. <laughs> I have an idea. I have an idea I was supposed to email it somewhere. Perhaps I will figure it out. Luckily for us, Nick did figure it out. <laughs> I, I, I know we keep, I keep forgetting to say this. If you do want to email us, please just email us at sunny16podcast at gmail.com. Um, Rachel's much better at remembering to say that, but sunny16podcast at gmail.com, you will find us. Or there is a contact us button on the website, but, um, you know, either way works. Either way we get it. Um, but, yeah, a nice picture here from Nick, a nice, simple, straightforward picture, kind of similar to what I did, of just catching, um, catching a scene as the light fades away. Um, some good clouds in this. It is a look across, what do you reckon, is that a sea or a lake or... Um, yeah, lake. Who knows? There's some. There's some sort of land mass on the other side. So. Yeah, but yeah, it's a nice picture. A very nice picture. Great cloud mass. Um, nice and grainy, um, which is always nice. I like to see a bit of grain in the pictures. 
nice picture. Mm-hmm. Just a nice picture. I, I'm not going to lie. I'm a little bit disappointed that neither Nick nor <laughs> Ethan managed to put together. Nick or Ethan from the Homemade Camera podcast managed to build mm. it when so many of our listeners gave it a good go. But, you know, what can you do? What can you do? And also, Graham's been very quiet. So, kind of shabby all around from those guys, but I don't want to call anybody out mm. for it. Although, I suppose I just did, technically. Um, yeah. And how did yours go? Um... Uh, this next email is from <laughs> Karen Freer. This is a follow-up to my question last week. So last week we were talking about Karen Zine, which was all about the roller derby. It's a fabulous little zine. Uh, and I asked for some information. So Karen has very kindly got back to us. Um, she says, hello. First of all, I would like to say thank you for saying so many nice things about my zine. Well, it's a lovely zine. Uh, you gave it such a good review and I will be eternally grateful. Until, of course, I become rich and famous, and then I will pretend not to know you. Obvs. Well, that is only fair and reasonable, Karen. Um, you wanted to know where I had the zine printed. The answer to this is Mixum. They have lots of different options to use in the UK. Apparently, in the US, the options are a bit different. Check out the site. It's really easy to use. As a first-time creator, it was very simple. I downloaded a PDF template, which I then used to put the images in the right place. I used Photoshop to create the final PDFs, but I guess it would be possible to do this in GIMP, which is free. Uh, bye-bye from Karen. Uh, thank you very much, Karen. That's a great tip. I I have still not done a zine. Um, you've done uh, eight photo books. You've done eight of Matthew's. Uh-huh. What? How do you put yours together? Um. Uh, I got uh, Adobe InDesign, mm-hmm. an old an old version of that, and you know Photoshop for uh, you don't you don't need the latest and greatest software to do it. You can use old software as long as it still runs. And, yeah. Um, yeah. Just lay out with that, and then I I used to get my uh, the books used to get made by Blurb yeah. very early on, and they put their prices up, and then I used to use. Uh, Mag Cloud, which is a Hewlett Packard uh, uh, company. Yeah. Uh, and then you know there was um, exchange rate issues, um, <laughs> and then uh, now I just get them printed locally, like a local little print shop. Oh, cool. So yeah, that way I don't pay double postage because I post them out all over the world, and uh, and I don't have I don't lose sort of money through the exchange rate as well. So. Yeah. Buy, buy local. Buy local. Um, there seems to be a lot of options now for for getting these printed. It's certainly compared to what mm. there was, a, you know, a few years ago. Um, yeah. We we keep talking, we keep talking, and maybe, ne- maybe next year will be the year that Sony 16 scene happens. Maybe one day I'll get around to making my own. I mean, I've got all those pictures that I took for the, um, my <laughs> blurry photo project. Maybe I could do something with those. Maybe. Or maybe not. Hey, that's a good yeah, idea I'm, too. That's a great idea. I could maybe not. Um, add it to the list. Oh, uh, I'm still waiting for um, AIDS Tibetan zine. Yeah, he never shared very many of those pictures, which is a shame because of the ones that I've yeah. seen. Um, I think he shared more of them with Rachel Light. There's some really lovely pictures he took in Tibet. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah well, you He's know. He's been too busy cheating on you with another podcast. He, I yes, I think that's what it is dirty well anyway i think he's hmm, i think he might be going away somewhere else on another trip but maybe not 
Maybe next year. I don't know. Ooh, <laughs> Maybe he'll get the first alert. one. I, I, I could be misremembering that completely, so it's not really a spoiler. Anybody who's listened long enough will know that I'm not the best person at paying attention. I'm just vaguely aware that stuff's going on. Um, but that might I might have got the wrong end of the wrong stick. So, um, But yeah, on, I'll, I'll nudge the, him about on the subject. On the subject of print companies, one of my favourite print companies is actually a UK one. They don't do books, but they do uh, postcards and stuff like that. It's Moo. Moo.com. Oh, yeah, I've used Moo in the past for something cars, I think it was. They do make really nice stuff. They're not the cheapest option, but they do no. have, they do make a really nice product. Um, yeah, that's oh, certainly true. They're like, their premium postcards are just amazing. They're, yeah. You could break into a, uh, you could pick a lock with one. I don't know. Yeah. Some sort of that's an analogy. It's a nice idea, actually, because, I mean, you can do um, quite a lot of different designs when you order from, and I'm sure Moo aren't the only ones to do this, but I know that you can have multiple different pictures on your postcards. I don't know what the upper limit is on there, Um, but it's quite a lot. I think there is a limit with Moo, no limits. Really? So you could have a different picture on every postcard if you wanted? Yeah, absolutely. That's fantastic. Yeah. What a great way of, uh, of sharing your stuff. Uh, that's a, a really good yeah. idea. If you uh, maybe I, we should have looked into it. So I see maybe that. I think you might have to solve the problem for us. Good work, Matthew. Well done. Um, <laughs> backroom chats going on. Um, do you want to take this next one? So we've had our first cheap shot challenge entry for Christmas. Thank you. I oh think, my God! From Dean. This Anxiety. Is yeah. Okay. So you're going to take this from Dean Lestoria. Dean Lestoria. Dear Aid, Rachel and Graham. He put you last. Uh, <laughs> well, hey, listen, at least he put me. He didn't even put you on the list, so you know. <laughs> yeah, but i got to read it. Uh, about 20 years ago, I gave a philosophy professor a new, I knew, a little thank you present. It was a Santa doll kit with hands and bust from a craft store that you, that you'll, that you sew up to make a doll. But it wasn't Santa. It was clearly Socrates. <laughs> and, <laughs> and I've seen other Socrates Santas since. Socrates, say that 10 times fast. Uh, this started a collection. Oh, dear. Uh, I have uh, another Santa that is reminiscent of Kaiser Wilhelm I. Is that the guy who started World War I? Yeah, Ki- Ki- yeah, Kaiser Wilhelm. Yeah. Yes. Wilhelm. Wilhelm. <laughs> Wilhelm, um, sorry everyone in Germany. Uh, the the uh, the Santa photographed is less a fizzy cola Santa and more a hero of the people. Uh, so I wanted to treat him with such dignity as he witnesses the oh my god dialectical march of history. Wow, <laughs> philosophy student much. Um, the camera. <laughs> the camera i'm so glad you've recognized there are many currencies in the world and changed the rules to be 30 pounds or local equivalents when it was 20 dollars, a canadian dollar is not a u.s dollar it was very slim pickings so i went right with the currency calculator and 30 pounds is 50 dollars and 86 canadian dollars a wealth that seems like cheating um <laughs> Uh, anyway, um, and it just so happens that this summer, for fifty dollars Canadian dollars, I found a Camulet four Calumet. by what? Calumet. Cal- Calumet. Four <laughs> I'm by glad five to see your reading camera. really has come on. Laughs like a box chocolate. <laughs> um, <laughs> 
you know I read letters for a living? Like, that's most of my job. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, they're a bit more sterile than this. Um, it is somewhat mouldy with the optional taped-up bellows package, film holders, hold, holders, a loop, a Vivitar light meter, all in Vulcanite. Live long and prosper. Case with someone's old scarf as a dark cloth. The most festive part is the, oh my God, Tominon F4.5 135mm, or is that 135mm? Um, coffee lens and a Polaroid shutter. It has a big snowflake in the lens. It has a big snowflake in the lens. I did read that right. Yeah. Uh, all this for less than thirty pounds equivalent. That's fantastic. Uh, I mean, can you can we just like, picture that for a second? Because I, I, as somebody who owns and bought an I old four point five camera, I demand receipts. And well, I believe it though. I mean, it sounds pretty mouldy and manky, <laughs> and um, you know, it. I'm just imagining opening that box and being hit with this by the smell of mouldy bellows. Mm. <laughs> what a treat! And the mm. lens that it sounds as though is flaking away nicely the um, coatings on it. So that's pretty good. Still fifty quid. Yeah, mouldy, mouldy bellows. That's my favourite blues singer. <laughs> um, Carry on. Anyway, <laughs> uh, where was I up to? Uh, for film, the nice people at Bow Photo gave me a half box of Mystery HP5 this weekend. So free film. Uh, the people at Bow Photo are keeping film alive in Vancouver. Uh, if only they could help me with my taste. Uh, okay. Um, this was lots of fun. Thank you for keeping us included in the conversation and engaged in new things. I wish the Sunny 16 presenters and their audience a silver and selenium holiday season. Dean, Vancouver, British Columbia. Thank you very much, Dean. And well done, Matthew, for getting to the end. I know there were some long words in there that you did very well. Oh, so, yeah, a 4 by 5 4 by 5 what? cheap shots camera. That is fantastic. That is uh, that's some good going there. But, you know, 30 quid or 50 Australian dollars, that's uh, not Australian, sorry, Canadian dollars. Uh, I don't know, how much is 50 Australian dollars worth in um, English pounds? I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, um, so we have a look at these pictures. Uh, first of all, I loved. I loved the fact that um, that there's a picture. That there was a Santa that looked like Socrates because, I mean, how do we? Know? All right, I'm unclear as to exactly what Santa looks like, but I'm also not sure there are many photos of Socrates around either. <laughs> so I love hmm. the fact that he was clearly recognisable. This first picture is a great portrait um, of this Santa doll um, with a lovely hammer and sickle flag just out of focus in the background. Um, I think that is that is pretty wonderful. I, I, I like that hmm. a lot. It's, it's really giving the seasonal feels. This, um and uh, and yes, the second one uh, is just Santa. That these, um, Dean's right. His, if he, these are the things he's collecting, then somebody needs to help him with his taste. <laughs> but they're cracking photos. Um, I I particularly like the first one. I really do. Um, but still, great work both of those, Dean. What do you think of these? Are you slightly terrified by these Santa models? Well, they just look like Santa to me. I mean, I don't know what Socrates. Uh looks like but well no um, i don't think this i don't think this particular pictured santa 
uh, is uh, the one that's looking like Socrates. This is the one that I think is um, looking like Kaiser Wilhelm. I think was, was the one pictured. So, um, so oh, yeah, yeah, oh, no, no, I like him. I like the first one. The first one's good. It's very, uh, you know, Soviet, Soviet Russia. Yes, hero of the yeah. people. Yes, Patriot- exactly. Patriotic. Yeah, it's good. It's hammer and good. hammer and sickle and a um, star. But no, great pictures, very nicely shot as well. Uh, with some, uh, the lighting doesn't look like it was easy, so um, they came out really well. Um, so uh, camera we ha- works. There's no, doesn't seem to be any light leaks. No, no, absolutely. And the lens, even with its big snowflake in the middle, still seems to have done the job. So you know, money well spent, money very yeah. well spent. Um, I still intend to um, get a form up for people to be able to submit their cheap shots pictures, but uh, until that happens, until you get told, do just email them in. So uh, sunny16podcast at gmail.com. Put cheap shots challenge in the um, title. uh, uh, Keep the file size sort of below two megs, please. It makes life a lot easier. And also, if you could title your picture um, with your name and... um, the camera and film that you've used that would be super helpful this is why i need to make a form <laughs> I'll, I'll definitely get around to it this week he lied um because i've got other things i need to sort out this week anyway um yeah, yeah nick <laughs> um got a quick email here from killian who is uh, the gentleman behind the let's explore magazine so killian writes in to let us know um Without having advertisements in the magazine, single sales are incredibly important to help me fund the making of each next issue of my passion project. So selling my magazine with a discount is not something I normally do. However, I'm giving you the chance to get the publication for a reduced price and simultaneously do some additional good. I am launching a very special two-part offer from now until December the 10th, and I will bring this offer up because I will uh, far better than I read exactly what Killian has written rather than try and paraphrase it. So um, anybody who's not familiar with the Let's Explore magazine, it is a beautiful, thick uh photo book publication that Killian has now made three issues of um, with wonderful photography from all around the world. It really is a lovely, lovely, um, like I said, I, a photo book travelogue magazine. I don't quite know how to describe it, but it's a really nice thing and well worth anybody's time. Um, so there's two different things. Okay, so part one, do good. 10% of upcoming projects... Pro- of upcoming profits will be donated to Because We Carry. This is the NGO that Killian volunteered with this summer just gone, uh, working with refugee camps on Lesvos in Greece. Uh, So that's first part. 10% of all profits will go to that. Part two is the discount. You will receive a 10% discount on anything you purchase in the shop using the code GIFTOFGIVING at checkout. Uh, so to get that discount on Killian stuff uh, and to help out with the charity, uh, you just need to go to letsexplore.magazine.com forward slash shop. If you obviously just go to Let's Explore Magazine, you'll find your way there. And again, the discount code you need to use is gift of giving. Um, so please do check that out. Um, not just because the magazine is wonderful but because you'll be doing something good both for the charity and also in funding the next one uh i we haven't spoken to clean in a little while um 
I think he has announced. I can't, I can't remember. I'm not going to speculate. I think he did mention that he's getting ready to work on the next magazine, but I don't know if he has announced what the um, next subject is going to be. Uh, we need to speak to Killian again, clearly. But until then, go to letsexplore.magazine.com. Um, have you ever seen this magazine, Matthew? No, never. No, no never. Haven't seen one, unfortunately. It's it's a shame. It's it's a really it's a really good travel magazine. Just um, well, I mean, even just flicking around the pictures on his website, um, you can see what the quality of work is like. Uh, it's really great, and it, he just includes work from a really diverse range of people, places, cultures. Um, it's uh, it's introduced me to a lot of photographers that I've been very glad to find. So, um, well worth seeing. Uh, last email this week is from our very good friend Angela Solis um, do you want to take this one Matthew trying to butcher it am I reading all the Canadians am I by look of it yeah it, it does look as though you have got full Canadians <laughs> this week full Canadians I won't do my accent um, hello it. sunbeams yeah you're welcome uh, I am just catching up with all of the film photography podcast I am subscribed to I should say Two months backlog from six shows is definitely a lot of shows to listen to. But Canada, Canada land is getting cold and the commute to work feels longer than usual. So having everyone's show to accompany me is a treat. Smiley face. Uh, anyway, working through the episodes from newest to oldest and heard about the return of the cheap shot. Uh, here we go. <laughs> cheap shots challenge. <laughs> I love the Christmas Christmas Cheap Shots Challenge. That you, You're really um, helping out all the non-English speakers, aren't you? Everyone, everyone knows CCSC. Let's go get matching tattoos. <laughs> um, I love the Christmas season, so I am excited. Uh, hopefully my Pentax SBO can withstand the cold. Um, also heard about the recent news about the scanners at the airport. I have another Travelling with Film anecdote anecdote to share i requested to do a handshake at narita airport on our way back from tokyo last year however the staff took my bag of film both exposed and unexposed and put it in a separate tray from my other personal items and ran it inside the x-ray <laughs> laughing emoji uh, their machines have a sign that says films are safe up to 1600 and at this point i was so tired i didn't say anything anymore and hoped that sign wasn't lying as to whether these machines are new or to be replaced by the said CT scanners, who knows? Shrug emoji. Uh, glad to report through that my exposed films, even my higher speed ones, turned out okay. Uh, nice to hear all your voices again, and hopefully I can go through all the backlogs before 2020 arrives. Uh, smiling, uh, sweat, sweat emoji thing. Uh, cheers, Angela who is at this is Jella underscore S. Thank you very much, Angela. Always love to hear from Angela. Um, yeah, let's scan this thing. We'll, I think it's, you know, we'll find out as that rumbles on. Um, just ask. It seems like some airports are far more on top of this than others, it sounds like. Yeah. I'm guessing you haven't, you haven't been anywhere since all this has kicked off, has you, Matthew? No, I haven't left the country in two years. So. No, no. Just as well. Um, I've never. I've asked for hand checks at Australian airports in the past, and I've never been offered one. <laughs> never, never been taken up on my request. 
Oh, that's nice. Yeah, this pretty much sounds like the situation in this country. Um, well, welcome to Australia. Your film is stuffed. <laughs> Good to know. Good to know. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, oh, well, uh, an evolving situation. I think Kodak has actually put some information uh, on their website um, advising people on this change. So, you know. Uh, maybe maybe print that out and take that to an airport with you. It might help. It probably won't. Yeah. Um, I reckon. I reckon just getting all the film canisters and taping them to your chest and abdomen. <laughs> I reckon that. I reckon. I'm that, sure that, that would be that fine. Be a, yeah. I think that would work. And yeah. just have your cable cable release coming down your arm as well, maybe. <laughs> So they know that you're a photographer, you know, show, have your cable release taped to your arm. Uh, Matthew's advice it does not reflect the advice given by the Sunny 16 podcast. And if you do find yourself um, getting thrown in Guantanamo Bay because of it, um, please do not come after us. Um, I think uh, that does it for the emails this week. We have got some paper uh, correspondence, which we need to attend to. Uh, it really has been quite... Sinead, my partner, has been getting really cross lately because I've been getting loads of stuff coming through that's fun. All the prints for the print competition. Incidentally, we've um, we've sort of closed that now. Um, thank you so much to everyone who has entered. Uh, we're going to do a special show when Aid and Rachel are here and we can all look at them together, read the letters that people have sent with them and appreciate them and talk about them together rather than just me looking at them. But just wow. Uh, a lot of very talented people out there um, making beautiful prints and it's been a real smorgies board of stuff that's come in but um, it's been really lovely to see um, but we have had a couple of things come in the first thing he says um, which now I appear to have managed to drop somewhere good grief how do I uh, bear with everyone I was going to say you wouldn't believe what a mess my office is but I think most of you probably would believe what a mess my office is um, yeah the it's first, all believable. Yeah. The first one is a delightful little um, zine slash photo book from Hilary Clark, who we had the email from earlier. Uh, this is a really lovely project that Hilary's done. It's um, a project of the work that her father shot, her father, Douglas Simeon Wood. Um, she found or she was given a lot of his old negatives um, I'll just read the blurb. It's easier. Um, I inherited my father's photography collection of cameras, slides, prints and negatives. The negatives are historically the earliest, taken between the late 1930s and early 1950s, and I found them totally fascinating. For Polaroid Week 2019, I had the idea to share some of the images, and so I transferred them onto black and white Polaroid originals um, using the Impossible Instant Lab. Some images are taken during his time in the army, some are family gatherings and days out. This scene includes two bonus photographs, including one of my mum and dad together. I hope you enjoy them. So it's this lovely book of these old pictures taken by her father that have been then made into Polaroids and then put into this beautiful book, just a single image to each page, beautifully framed. Um, it's a really lovely thing, uh, I, I, and it's just so nice to see this work presented in a way like this. Uh, pictures from his old um, buddies in his regiment during the war. Uh, it, it's a, a lovely historical document, and even though it's obviously very personal to Hillary, um, it's just really nice to see. Uh, so thank you very much, Hillary, for sending that in. It's really nice. Um, 
I think Hillary has got some that she is um, selling. Uh, again, find Hillary hclark.com or at hclark on Twitter and Instagram and um, see what she's doing with that. But I know she did have some other copies. They're really, really lovely. And if that kind of thing sounds interesting to you, um, you should definitely go and check it out. Um, it doesn't have the uh, incredible insightful comments <laughs> and the witty bands uh, like Matthew's um, does, but um, still, well worth checking out. And yeah, like I said, go to... Oh, here we go. Uh, it says, thank you for reading my zine. All proceeds will be donated to, to, to Dementia UK. So all the zine proceeds will go into charity as well. Even more reason. Um, lovely, nice. really lovely zine. Um, the other thing we want to say thank you for this week is we had... And I said, this has really been annoying, Sinead. I, I get, literally have been getting phone calls at work going, you've got another parcel turn up. A lot of it's been Christmas shopping and I've been trying to point out to her that she should be grateful when parcels turn up because they're unlikely to be actually for things that I'm going to get. But one of them was for me, or rather for us. So this is from an anonymous sender um, who remains anonymous despite my best efforts so far to figure out who it's from <laughs> uh, and i have tried <laughs> and i will continue to try um but uh, i will find you i will, and find I will you. kill you <laughs> i have a special set of elves <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> um so this to myself rachel and Aid, the we got sent three rolls of polypan f motion picture film which is fantastic this is a black and white film um which you can shoot at 50 or 100 known for having lovely glowy highlights so i'm really excited to try that out I think Eric sent me some of that years ago, and I don't think the role is still in the fridge. Um, which, but also, I think I bought some years ago. So this is a really good reason to kick up the butt for me to get out and use that. Um, so thank you very much for that. Um, also, my first Christmas card. He says, "Bang in the microwave, bang in the microwave." I have a microwave in my office. I get hungry mid podcast. Bang in the microwave. Um, our first podcast christmas card which is lovely uh, this is the first podcast christmas card first christmas card i'm happy to see so i'm gonna put that up on the shelf there uh, uh, there we go and well, it, also, is, it is december it is december 1st today it is december 1st you know it's december 1st here too uh happy december i guess that's not a thing is, oh, it? is it oh no is it really oh, yeah, yeah, it's, it's yeah. now 20 past 12 here um yeah it's december 1st minus 20 years yeah uh, and he also sent us some money for us to get our first drinks when we meet up together. I say he, he Aww. or she, I, I have no idea. Um, thank you so much. What a lovely, kind thing. Uh, I will figure out who it is. <laughs> I, will, I will do my best. <laughs> hey, look, if someone sent you cash, that's a very dude thing, a dude-like <laughs> thing to do. It's, they're either a dude or someone's grandparents. <laughs> It, it, well, no, it wasn't 50 pence sellotaped into the card, so it's not a nana. <laughs> uh, but thank you so much. It was really lovely surprise to open that up. And um, uh, yes, we, I, Rachel, Aid, and I will be getting together um, uh, a week on Monday just to have our uh, annual Christmas meetup. And I cannot wait to see those guys. I can't wait to share with them because there's been quite a lot of zines and stuff like that, which has come to me that they haven't seen yet so i'm really excited to share with that them and all the prints and, and obviously uh these rolls of film and all that good stuff so um yeah thank you so much for that whoever you are lovely anonymous person um spend uh, some coffee money damn it <laughs> well we might spend some coffee money you never know we probably won't on 
on, coffee. on at least on at least coffee. <laughs> we get there. You go. We might spend some coffee money on a coffee. Um, yeah, or an espresso martini. What's an espresso martini? It's a martini with coffee in it. Oh god, that sounds dangerous. I don't think I should be drinking anything like that. Um, also, well, you, you'll never know if you don't try. Oh, okay. Well, I a few years ago, a couple of years ago, I went to um, in Oxford, uh, my local town, city, wherever it is. Um, there's one of these um, board game cafes. I'm sure you've got one in Melbourne. Oh. Melbourne's the kind of place you'd have that kind of thing. And um, yeah, we went to Melbourne. Yeah, and um, we met up there with friends, and Sinead Diet had not been there before, and we thought, well, it's a cafe, there's bound to be food there. There really wasn't very much anywhere food there, and it was quite late, and we were quite sort of tired and hungry. Um, so it was about 8 o'clock, so I ordered uh, a peanut butter hot chocolate, I think was what it was called, um, something like that. I cannot remember what. Anyway, um, it was very nice. I realised afterwards mm. that it had at least one shot of espresso in it, and I don't drink yeah. coffee. And <laughs> half an hour later, I was shaking violently from the caffeine going through my system. Um, did not sleep well that night. So um, maybe uh, espresso margaritas, not a thing for me to try. Um, you don't drink coffee? Not very often. Sometimes I do, but not very often. Um, uh, it's just uh, I'm a tea person myself because British. Yeah. I like to be a walking yeah. cliche. I was very proud this yeah. weekend. My oldest son drank his first entire cup of tea. <laughs> Great moment, great dad. The whole thing, moment. yeah, yeah. Uh, I was drinking tea. Did he pour it into a saucer and drink it like that? No, no, no. We're, we're civilized. We don't do that. I, I, I have seen pictures of me. Uh, I think I was mm, two. I, well, I was old. I was at an age where I was still in diapers. I think with a with a cup of tea and a sippy mug. So I was made. I was indoctrinated very early into the tea drinking world. That's good parenting. That is. Um, I've anyway. seen I've seen photos of you on Instagram very young, Graham. Yeah, yeah, you have. Thanks, thanks, yeah. Mum. <laughs> Should never and your let... brother. And my brother, yeah, my brother is a jerk, um, who I love very much. Yeah. Um, <laughs> getting back on, <laughs> getting back on track vaguely. Um, also, want to say a quick thank you to Tobias Holop, who dropped me a message on Instagram. Um, post our conversation about Ferrania last week. So we were saying that we thought we'd seen some news and we thought some stuff was going on. Anyway, Tobias wrote in to tell me that um, some of the um, P30 film has become available in Italy, at least. Uh, so here's snap some of that up. Also, Ooh. also again, just by incredible coincidence in the same week, um, we heard from Dave Bias, who is um, uh, one of the sort of spokespeople for Ferrania, um, and hopefully we're going to speak to Dave soon. Um, I know he's going. Dave is definitely going to be popping up either on our podcast or on other podcasts, or possibly both, very soon. Um, but it sounds as though Ferrania are getting to a point where they are going to have stuff to say, um, and uh, what that is, I don't know yet. But either way, it sounds like they're ready to sort of give us a state of play. Um, I'm sure the P30 is going to be a prominent part of that. Um, maybe we've got more news on other stuff going forwards. But still, it's just great to know that that's still pushing forward um, and hopefully be speaking to Dave very soon. Oh, that's a lot, wasn't it, Matthew? It was a lot. It was a lot. Um, but I think that is it for this week, um, except, of course, for the coffee uh aforementioned coffee are wonderful coffee donors um if i'm if i'm a substitute rachel should i be like making unapproval sounds right now you can't make unapproval sounds because you have helped me this week in fact you have done 
the lion's share of the work this week, by which I very much mean Matthew is fully responsible for pretty much everything you are about to be subjected to. Um, so uh, thank you so much. We did get one anonymous um, coffee donation this week, which I want to say a massive thank you for. Uh, it is incredibly... I know who all of our donors are because you can't really be anonymous when you're donating using PayPal. Um so thank you very much. I will respect the anonymity as requested, um, but thank you so much. Uh, we know who you are, and, I, and Aiden, Rachel, Raiden, Rachel, um, also know. And so thank you so much. Very, very much appreciated. But to those people who have not been anonymous and who will suffer the consequences for their lack of anonymity, um, do you want to take the first one, the first donor this week, who is Dave Walker? Uh, what does Dave, following on the Christmas theme, incidentally, what they want, what does Dave Walker want for Christmas, Matthew? Um, Dave, Dave the Walker would like five pounds of Haribo sugar-free gummy bears. <laughs> now, that, that is pretty <laughs> random. Um, why would Dave want anybody? Anybody? And they're um, they're um, very cleansing. They are. <laughs> if, we, I don't know if we've ever mentioned this in the podcast before. I cannot cannot recall. But if we haven't, go go onto Amazon and check out the reviews for the Haribo sugar free gummy bears. Um, it's an entertaining way to spend half an hour. <laughs> but also, do not buy them and do not eat them in quantities larger than one gummy bear a day. I think that seems mm. like the safest quantity. Um, I uh, I would not recommend eating one. <laughs> Is this from experience or just fear from reading the reviews? Pass. <laughs> uh oh okay well, let's move on um the next person is angela solis uh, angela because she's already mentioned that she's up in Can Can canadia land um and it's getting colder so what angela would like is a thick woolly hat with one of those nice big turnips that she can actually stack in rolls of film into the turnip and a hundred watt pom-pom for the top so that she can help her in the low light over winter so a nice practical gift for angela um i did that one because i just couldn't trust matthew with that um <laughs> that'll help her get through the it'll help her get the films through security yeah exactly exactly a bandana hat if you will um <laughs> what does barry carr want for christmas matthew barry carr wrote to santa and he said santa i really want scented candles that smell like rodinal uh, is that a, no i've never used rodinal is that a particularly lovely dark room scent I don't know. I've never used it either. <laughs> well, good one. As long as it doesn't smell it like... It sounds fancy, and I couldn't think of any other developers. <laughs> Even though you don't use it. Um, lovely, thank you. Uh, now, I'm going to read this next one. I want to make it perfectly clear that Matthew is responsible for this next one. So Joe Baker, a new donor... Not true. Lies. Joe, Joe Baker, who is a new donor, but by no means a new correspondent to the show, uh, who is at Evil Chutney, uh, a good friend of the show and um, wonderful photographer. Um, <laughs> now, you, you can add that. Okay. <laughs> Joe, Joe Baker has asked for a Red Hot Chili Peppers Willy Sock, which um, if anybody is familiar with the Red Hot Chili Peppers will be familiar with that, that concept. Uh, but, but unfortunately, he, uh, he says he misread. I think he wasn't quite clear when he asked for this and um, <laughs> that he got a red... Are you insinuating that he just got a Red Hot Chili Pepper for his Willy? Is that what you're insinuating, Matthew? 
I don't know. The elves wrote this. <laughs> oh, the, oh, sorry. The elves wrote this. Sorry. Yeah, anyway. That's what Joe Baker's getting apparently for Christmas. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah. I I think the elves were meaning, you know, that it was a it was a willy sock made out of um, chili peppers, which would be it would warm his cockles. <laughs> I'm gonna gonna have to have words with the elves, and by have words with the elves this week, what I mean is gonna have to get a bit of two by four wooden go and give them a beating out the back of the um, elf shop. Um, yeah, okay, and the I thought, last... gonna, I thought you were gonna punish them. <laughs> And the uh, apologies, listeners. I, I genuinely am sorry. Um, and the last one from Dunstan. What does Dunstan want for Christmas, Matthew? Dunstan would like one million analog Wonderland Wonder Pants points uh, because that's how many you need for a flight to Hawaii in a DC eight, where you'll be dropped into a live a live volcano where you'll meet Xenu, dictator of the Galactic Confederacy. <laughs> You're quite convinced, aren't you, that the, that the analogue Wonder Pants points are part of a Scientology plot. Um, yeah, I, I listen, I'm not, not saying you're wrong. Anybody who has seen um, the wonderful Paul Mackay, or even just a picture of the wonderful Paul Mackay, uh, who claims to be in his 30s, but clearly... He's only 12, 12 or thirteen years old, <laughs> with a stick on, stick on moustache and beard. Um, you know, yeah. there's clearly something going on to give them this, this spring of eternal youth that he's blessed with. Hmm. So, yeah, no, you know, the classic two kids in a trench coat <laughs> with a hat. That's what it is. Yes, that's classic. When you, yeah, uh, let's move on from all of that. Thank you so much, everybody, for donating. Uh, and apologies for everything that just happened, but we love you. And and that's how we repay you. It which seems bad. Why do you why do you only apologize when I'm on the show? <laughs> <sighs> I'm I'm <laughs> uh, uh, that seems like one of those questions that doesn't really need answering. Um, <laughs> uh on mm. this week's Sunny Sixteen podcast, um we are going to be uh Announcing, unveiling, not announcing, we are going to be unveiling the um, Sunnies Awards for 2019. Um, we have decided on the categories. There will be voting forms up and ready for this Thursday. So get your voting fingers ready. Vote early, vote often. Well, just vote once. That would that would it's definitely once, be best. Yeah. Um, yeah. We're really excited. We feel like we've got a good spread of categories this year, um, helped by suggestions from listeners and other trusted people. Not Matthew, it's, it's fine. <laughs> um, trusted people. Um, no. Uh, so we cannot wait to get that going. And we hope you will all get involved because it's just an opportunity for you guys to point out the people and the companies and the websites and podcasts and uh, not us um and things that you have enjoyed this year and give them a good shouting out um that's what the sunnies is all about it's just about going hey we love what you're doing thanks very much and sharing that with everyone um so we really hope you'll get involved with that um matthew is one of the is one of the categories everyone's favorite second tier podcast member that isn't eric um <laughs> we were gonna have that one but we thought you still might lose it <laughs> We we thought, you know, yeah, who else has been on the podcast more than once? I mean, they'll probably listen. <laughs> we we would. What about um, everyone's favourite um, Instagram story provider? <sighs> yeah, well, again, I mean, 
if your website game had been a bit more up to speed, we might have thought about it. Oh, but, checks in the mail. Um, we do love Matthew. We do love what you do with Instagram. You do great work with the stories. Anybody who is not following along on Instagram is missing out um, on Matthew's wonderful <sighs> stories. Um, what, other than today's um, abortive effort at trying to get Christians <laughs> on the podcast. Uh, unsolicited, I might add. I only found about this. <laughs> um, but um, uh, what, what other gems have you had on there recently? Um, uh, I think we discussed some ugly cameras. Mm-hmm. Uh, people's people's favorite uh, ugly cameras that they knew about, and uh, uh, was there was another one that that went quite well. Um, sorry, I'm just having a quick scroll while I. Uh, you think you'd have this information to hand, wouldn't you, listeners? <laughs> yeah, you would think so, but you know, oh, asking people, oh my god. Asking people how many cameras they owned, that was a mistake. <laughs> <laughs> my God. Oh, my God. Like, yeah. Have you? Yeah. Uh, did you write it all down on the chart and have you got a graph for us? Do you know what the mean and the average is of uh, cameras owned? No. No. Well, Not at all. you're no use no. at all, are you? But we love you. Thank you so much for doing this. Uh, people should follow along on Instagram. He does occasionally post uh, episode Did you just posts. Say thank you for doing us. <laughs> <laughs> thank you for doing us wrong. Um, Matthew also <laughs> makes some wonderful photoshops for our podcast episodes when he gets around to it, um, which is not perhaps quite as often as he should be. But we love you anyway, Matthew. <laughs> you great big slacker, uh, night goat, and uh, what was it, night goat and party wombat being a recent favourite. Yeah. Um, it's very yeah. good. Um, good times good times and that will do us for this week thank you so much listeners for sticking with us if indeed you have <laughs> well done well done <laughs> y'all uh, and we will be back on Thursday with a Sunny 16 podcast uh, until then um, we will play you out with the, the beautiful music from Schnauzer sorry it's all falling apart now um, remortgaging the nest of hairs and until then have a lovely week everyone <laughs> Shoot some film photos, dang it. Right, you're fired. Oh, what? <laughs> wrong, wrong one. <laughs>